1: For free at LuckyLandSlots.com Daily bonuses are waiting No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply See website for details
0: One of the best shows of the year According to Apple, Amazon and Time Is back for another round
1: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans He was on roadie And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane And he said Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him <laughs>
0: Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Buck Sexton Show, marooned in NYC edition, thanks to the flights that have been canceled for days here, so it looks a little different. If you're not watching on the YouTube, please subscribe, youtube.com slash Buck Sexton. On this episode, Haya Chick is with us now. She is the founder of Libs of TikTok, which is amazing, and we have much to discuss with her right now. Hiya, great to have you on the program.
1: Hey, great to be here.
0: So let's start, shall we, with uh, some of the back and forth in the aftermath of the pride parades that happened across the country. There were photos, video actually, and still shots, of adult naked men in the parades in front of you know, families, children, and some of the activists in the left wing, uh, punditocracy we're making some pretty interesting arguments about this. Um, and by interesting, I mean insane. Uh, Krasenstein. Tell me about this fellow Krasenstein with his six and six million and counting views on a tweet about why adult nudity in front of children at pride parades is no big deal.
1: Yeah. So Brian Krasenstein got very mad at me that I dare to report on an event that was happening in Seattle So he basically was comparing me as a reporter, reporting on it to the actual event happening, which is obviously insane. Um, You know, one of the playbooks that the left likes to use is they try to tell us that this certain thing that we say is happening is not actually happening. Um, And then we provide proof and then they can't refute it anymore. Um, But now they're getting upset that we provide proof. Um, it's the same thing that they did with like the porn in schools. We're like, Hey, there's, there's porn in schools. They're like, yeah, show us proof. And then we show them proof and they're like, Oh, you're posting porn on Twitter. So it's the same thing. And it's obviously insane because it's like, you just, you just can't win with them. Um, so yeah, I, as a reporter will continue reporting on things that I feel are important to the national conversation.
0: What, what is the, the reality of, of these, uh, in these pride parades where there was nudity, it was more than one place. Um, you know, does anyone try to defend this on the merits? I mean, effectively, that's a distraction. Robert Krasenstein said is don't report on this by showing people what happened online. It's worse than whatever the people who were naked in front of the children were doing. I mean, this is a completely unserious and somewhat uh, crazy argument. But does anyone try to defend on the merits that adults being naked in front of little kids at a pride parade or any parade for that matter is okay?
1: Well, I've seen people say that it's legal in Seattle, so it's fine. Um, you know, I'm not getting into all of the laws of each particular state. Um, whether that's true or not, I do think it's still it's wrong. Um, I've seen some arguments say that um, you you know, well, it's not sexual, you know, why, why does this, these crazy right wingers have to sexualize everything? We're just riding around naked in front of kids, but it's not sexual at all. You guys are the ones sexualizing it. Um, which is obviously a completely insane argument. Um, because it, it is sexual and there are studies on what, um, exposing kids to nudity and, and pornography can do to kids. Um, so that, so that's insane. Um, I haven't seen, um, I'm trying to think have you seen any any other defenses for it those were the two main ones I think no I
0: I just it's pretty remarkable and and, you know you I'm sure I've also seen Haya um that now they're trying to justify the uh we're coming for your children chant which did you get that video or is that someone else's video I can't remember now you get a lot of great video um but but yeah
1: no it wasn't mine originally but I did I did reshare it you did reshare
0: it okay um Because they were coming for your children channel. A lot of people said, that's a really creepy, weird thing to say. NBC News came out with a, yeah, well, guess what? This has been a chant of pride activists for years, to which everybody was like, you're not helping yourself right now.
1: (laughs) They're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, we've been grooming kids for years, so let's just continue. And it's like, okay, thanks for the admission (laughs) that it's not just this year. It's been going on for many years. Um, but the funny thing is, they also said they're like, yeah, it's fine because, you know, we also chant about sex toys and pubic hair. So I, I don't know how that, that's some kind of defense. I think that they're they're really just like they're they're just like grasping at, at, at straws. I mean, it's 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 insane.
0: Have you been able to I mean, Libs of TikTok, your, your whole I would even just say it's an account. It's a brand unto itself now. It drives the far left. Absolutely insane. And really, you built this uh, this brand on just showing people really what they say, right? What the left believes, what the activists are doing. Um, Are are you able to share this stuff now pretty freely um, beyond Twitter? Is Twitter letting you share it? Are you still getting banned in places? Because it was amazing. Not only was your account showing people things that the left didn't want them to really know about by just magnifying or amplifying some of the messaging of the left. But then for sharing what the left says, there were sites that were trying to shut you down.
1: Yeah. um, Well, before Elon Twitter, um, I was Temporarily suspended seven or eight times. I was suspended from Instagram and Facebook, both of which ended up unsuspending me. Um, I, I was suspended from a few a few places. I think that um, Elon is is amazing what what he's what he's doing for free speech. Um, super grateful, and I don't fear getting a permanent suspension on Twitter now. I think there are still some issues with shadow banning. Um, I, I don't know where that's coming from. I I believe he's trying to work on it. Um, but I think in general, the whole idea of, the, of censorship, um, I think it like a, a year ago, before Elon bought Twitter, it was, it was the, 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 the magnitude of it was just unreal and, and the bias of it. And I think when Elon bought Twitter, he was like, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing this with, with the rest of, of big tech, with the rest of you guys. And once one person sort of goes out of line it's re- I think it's really hard for the rest of them to continue doing that so um I think we're going to see a lot lot less censorship we already are I mean like Instagram is letting Trump back um YouTube let Trump back I believe so there we're seeing a lot less censorship so I'm actually really hopeful for for the future of free speech
0: I want to ask you about what we're seeing with the uh drag shows for kids phenomenon across the country, which I know you've shared a lot of video showing people just what that's all about. We'll get to that in just a second. But first from our sponsor here, famed economist and bestselling author Nomi Prinz is out with a new warning. She says a small group of financial elites are plotting a drastic action. Unlike anything we've seen since 1971, the white house, the world economic forum, even bill Gates are all involved. According to her research, Your ability to spend, borrow, save, and invest could soon be restricted with the push of a button. Our financial system is about to be transformed in a way that would have been unthinkable just a few years ago and it all starts in July. Bank of America is calling it inevitable. If you've got any money in a US bank account or retirement plan, get all the facts at disappearingdollar.com. You may not like what Mr. Prince has to uh, Dr. Prince has to say, but at the very least you'll be prepared when events take a turn for the worst. disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Go there now. Paid for by Rogue Economics. H- have we seen uh, Haya a um, a bit of a retreat from the efforts to do the drag show story hour for kids stuff in the last few months, or is this still going on all over the place?
1: It is still going on all over the place. Unfortunately,
0: what do the activists say about why the, why is this so important to them? Like when, when you expose this stuff, I'm sure you see a lot of the arguments and debate around it. What is this? Like, why do they have to do this? Right. It, it clearly, It upsets a lot of parents. It upsets a lot of people on the right. It feels to, I think, all normal, reasonable people like it's exposing children to a level of sexualization and sexual content that's inappropriate, especially very small children. Um, You know, we're not talking about people who are, you know, teenagers who could even watch like a rated R movie. They're talking about little kids they're doing this for. What's going on? Like, why do they have to do this? Why? Why is it so important to them?
1: So their main claim is it's just a form of art and we just want, you know, we're just expressing ourselves in this unique uh, art form. Um, But the reality is that it's actually, that's completely not true. Um, They're actually one of the founders of drag queen story hour. Um, He goes by the drag name, Little Miss Hot Mess. He wrote a paper about the history of drag and the purpose of drag. And he writes, and this is a direct quote, Drag queen story hour as a form of queer imagining in an early childhood context. So they're and they and it, it's a very long research paper. It's actually very interesting, and they basically talk about how the purpose of drag is to queer the family and introduce kids to gender fluidity and a queer lifestyle. Um, so that's that's exactly what it is. That's the purpose, and that is something that I will always be against.
0: So it's it's explicitly to. I mean, at some level, indoctrinate children into this world of, you know, trans and non-binary and cis and all this gender fluidity stuff. Right. I mean, so it really is about making kids think that this is the world that they are entering and that they should be a part of this world.
1: Yeah. And they and they say that like they admit that. So, you know, again, part part you know, my whole brand is showing what they themselves say. So I, I post about this frequently. Um, I'll post like here, this is what they say drag is whenever whenever they try to say that drag is not sexual. We're just it's just a form of art. We're just expressing ourselves. I'm like, uh, no, because the founder of Drag Queen Story Hour actually says the exact opposite or, you know, says something entirely different. Um, They're telling us that drag is to queer kids.
0: It's amazing that somehow, you know, I've seen people say libs of TikTok is a hate site when you amplify what the left is saying so people can just see, like, shouldn't the left want, usually in in the world that we operate in, right, of of online content and commentary, if somebody with big reach, like your accounts have, were to share someone's content, their thoughts, whatever, it's cause for celebration. But when you do it, the left gets upset. Why is that?
1: Um, Because they want to live in their little bubble where everybody just agrees with them and where they're able to... Um, get away with whatever they want without anyone noticing or realizing. And yeah, the funny thing is, like, I have helped a lot of TikTokers get views, which you get paid for. They should be very grateful to me.
0: And yet they are not, Hiya. We'll come back to this. We're talking to. Uh,
1: <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> we're talking
0: to. I, mean, I feel like also you, you are libs of TikTok, right? Like, I mean, in some way, it's yes, it's Haya chick the founder, but libs of TikTok is a brand now that people recognize. So. Uh, We'll come back to this in a second, uh, because I want to ask about the guy who got into a sorority and then was upset when the sorority said you can't join because it's a sorority, which I see you share this video. We'll we'll get into this uh, coming up here in just a moment. But, you know, these days are long. And if you have the energy to get going, get after it each day, you can get a lot accomplished, get a lot done. But you have to have that energy, that focus for it. And for some of us. That's just not where it used to be. The energy levels have dropped. Well, if you have the help of Chalk's male vitality stack, you're going to get more out of each day, more drive, more focus, more energy. This is a nutritional supplement that's amazing. The leading ingredient has been proven to be an effective replenishment of our testosterone levels. For the men out there, that's crucial because that inner fuel provides our energy. It's a simple equation. Higher testosterone levels equal more energy, more drive, more focus, and chalk. Understands that some studies show the average guy today has only a 50 percent testosterone level of a guy 50 years ago. So it's diminished a lot, but you can now do something about it. The leading ingredient in chalks male vitality stack replenishes 20 percent in just three months time. Sign up with chalk today. It's spelled C-H-O-Q dot com. Save 35% off when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase process. That's 35% off for the life of your subscription. Chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com. Use my name, Buck, for 35% off. All right, uh, Haya, tell me about male who identifies as non-binary, says he was accepted to a sorority, But just had his membership voided because he didn't meet the criteria for membership and then says there's a stereotype of a sorority girl is like using she, her pronouns. And he feel he feels betrayed by the sisterhood.
1: Yeah, so uh, surprisingly, this actually happened in New York, which is obviously super liberal um, but the, so this guy was accepted to the sorority. And then about a year later they revoked his membership because they said he doesn't meet criteria. Um, obviously, you know, just his, his sex <laughs> was not, was not part of the criteria for joining a sorority. And he actually blasted them as being transphobic, um, in saying, you know, there's these stereotypes of what a sorority girl is. Um, I, the stereotypes that he's referring to is actually just being, uh, a, a female. So um, I thought that was a really interesting story. I was happy to to see that some people are actually standing up to this um, because I think there's been quite a few stories last few months of uh, similar to this, of like these sororities which are which are taking um, in men, and some of them are taking them in, some of them are not. So I was glad to see that that they actually did the right thing here.
0: So it's becoming apparent that there are these men who want access to what the left would call women's spaces. Um, you, you may have noticed there's now increasingly a a push to make it seem like like the right is winning this argument, and that's scary because most Americans don't want men to be playing in women's sports. I, I want to address the um, sports issue and men's and women's sports here in, in just a moment, but you know, first, as you can see, guys, I, I need to shave. It's been a while because uh, I'm traveling, and I'm going to shave as soon as I get home. So when I do shave, I want the closest shave, the most comfortable, the best shave I can possibly get. So how do I do that? One blade shave. If I could, if I had it with me, I didn't know I was going to be traveling this long. I'd show you the one blade razor is kind of like a work of art. I mean, it's all metal. It's engineered to be stylish looking and the best shave you're ever going to get. It uses one individual blade. That's why it's called one blade. You don't need all these blades, four blades, five blades. That's because it's cheap. It's low quality. That also means it's going to irritate your skin more. One blade is the best way to go. That's what I use. One blade is patented. It has a pivoting head that hugs the skin, and it's always at the correct angle. The handle is metal, not plastic. It is weighty, substantial, worthy of your face. All orders have a 60-day return policy, whether you use all of your blades or none of your blades. So to get a better and elevated shaving experience, go to onebladeshave.com slash buck. That's onebladeshave.com shave dot com slash buck. You'll get twenty percent off your first order at oneblade dot com slash buck. All right, hi. Uh, are, are we finally seeing that we're winning the argument about trans men competing in women's sports? Like, is is the left going to have to retreat on this?
1: Um, I think in general with not not particular just sports, but with all of these these culture issues um, and, and this whole trans agenda, um, I think we've been gaining a lot of ground. Um, I, we're very, very, very far from the finish line. Um, I think the finish line is just removing gender ideology from society altogether. I, I don't think we'll ever get there, but we should try to get as close to that as possible. So I'm actually, I'm hopeful. Um, where you know there's bills being passed in all the red states to protect women's sports to ban like puberty blockers and sex change surgeries for kids to ban sexualized adult entertainment for kids um so so i think i think we're on the right track but there's obviously a lot more work to do have
0: you seen some of the i mean the answers i know you have but really this is my way of setting up for everybody who probably hasn't seen it there is also a trend in schools now, in some places, of kids, high school kids usually, but they identify as a furry, meaning they say that they are a woodland creature. No, this is real. This is My, my team is looking at me like I'm crazy. They say, I am a lion, or you know I am a panda bear, or whatever. And some of these schools, this actually just came up recently in the UK, uh, some of these schools are have teachers who are afraid of not using the identity of the furry because they know they have to use the whole cisgender and non-binary language and all that stuff. So they don't know what to do because they're like, I guess if I have a 12 year old who says he's a tiger, I've got to say he's a tiger.
1: Yeah. I think I saw that story where the teacher said, you know, I'm not referring to you as a cat. Is that the one yes. you're referring yes. to? <laughs> yes. It's like, who would have thought that we'd be here <laughs> now, you know, just a few years ago, you you know, anyone who said that we'd be here, you know. You would but, but doesn't it follow?
0: Like, file. isn't it logical from the teacher's perspective at some level? Yeah. If you have to be so insane that you are, it's mandated that you say the little boy who's been coming into my school for the last, you know, five years now is going to be called she and her or even be called like Zay or Zed, you know, some new age pronoun. Um that if they if they claim that there are different species, like on what basis, given school policies and some of these liberal liberal, uh, you know, dystopias, would they be able to say, no, you're at, you're not a cat. You're actually a person.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's really scary. Um, there was there was something sort of similar in in texas with that professor who is fired for teaching basic biology and he said he's been teaching that for 20 years and all of a sudden now you know the left is just they're shifting the overton window of, of what's acceptable and they keep shifting it more and more um so yeah i mean if you don't refer to your student as a cat then then you know, maybe you'll get fired um and it's just it's nothing surprises me these days um i i wasn't surprised to see that i think it's i think they're only it's only going to get worse because the last few years, just look at just look at how they kept going more and more to the left more and more insane, more and more crazy with more and more rules about um, what language we're allowed to use, um, trying to control our speech and um, specifically with all the LGBTQ stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, lives of TikTok is out there keeping an eye on it all. So hi, I appreciate yeah. you being with us. Where can people <laughs> go to follow your work, what you're doing and to uh, to see what you're up to?
1: So lives Um it's a Substack, so you can become a free or paid subscriber. I also wrote a kid's book. Um, on It's available on lottbook.com.
0: All right. Hiya, appreciate you being with us. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Beck.
0: The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18
1: plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
1: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper